I'm going to share with you tonight is a really special story, and I uh, want to share it with you the same way that I read it. This story was printed in the Kvar Chabad in the issue of this year, um, Love of Nissen, by uh, Ari Smith. Ari Smith begins, before saying the story, he says a personal thing that happened to him, which I think is a great um, context to share this story. He says that the Rebbe would give a bracha every year before um, uh, Yom Kippur to all the students in the Rebbe's yeshiva. Um, the yeshiva students would come. Those who were older students were allowed to come into the Rebbe's uh, uh, blessing. And those who were younger uh, had to wait in the in, in a little more distant. They couldn't be in the front. Only the older students were packed in. They would put on his talus over his head. And he would give the bracha, Yiracha Sham Yishbracha, the customary blessing that you give to your children, uh, because Rebbe said the yeshiva students are his children, and therefore he gave a blessing to the yeshiva students before, before um, Kol Nidre. So Ari Smith said he was so close, he was able to, to almost see under the Rebbe's talus. And before he had gone into this um, blessing, the uh, boys outside, the younger boys, who weren't allowed to come in, they said, please, before Kol Nidre starts, as soon as the blessing is over, please come out to us and share with us something the Rebbe said. Tell us what the Rebbe said. Okay, no problem. He said, when he went into um, the blessing, the Rebbe began with the blessing, May God bless you and protect you. May God shine his countenance upon, upon you and be kind to you. May, and then the Rebbe said, the blessings are being said, They're said from the depth of the heart. And when he realized that the Rebbe is saying, I'm giving you a blessing from the depth of, depth of my heart, he just melted. He started to cry. And he couldn't hear anything else the Rebbe said. So he came out to the boys outside, like, tell us what the Rebbe said. He just, all he could do is hug them and say, listen, I couldn't hear anything. The Rebbe just told us, all he heard is Rebbe say, I'm giving the blessings from the depth of my heart. They say if something's far from your eyes, it's far from your heart. But the Rebbe is not far from our eyes or far from our hearts. And I want to share with you an unbelievable story that highlights this. Uh, there was a wedding uh, three months ago on the first day of uh, Adar, Rishain. Um, the wedding was attended by a certain Rabbi Weingart. Rabbi Weingart in Israel is in charge of many educational institutions. He helps many, many students, many many. Um, uh, uh, institutions, and his name is well known. So he was invited to this wedding because it's a distant rel- relative of his. He's related to the Schwartz family, who invited him to this wedding. And he noticed that at a wedding there is a uh, a man, there there is a couple that escorts the groom and a couple that escorts the bride, and he noticed that the couple that escorted the bride was very old. And he was very surprised. And uh, he, um, he the, the, the man who was escorting the bride was in his 90s. And he couldn't believe it. And he wanted to know what was going on. And so he asked the, the, the man, Rab Moshe, who escorted the bride, he said, is this your, your daughter? He's, or, or, something, or something else. He said, yes, this is my daughter. He said, but I know the, the bride is 
is 32 years old. How could she be your daughter? Ramesha said that he's 97, and he, could, and he has a story to share with him. Ramesha was married to his wife uh, 65 years ago. Um, his wife's name is Avigail, and his wife is 12 years younger than him. They were blessed with five boys. I know where the saying comes from, but people say if you have seven boys, you're going to go to heaven. So Ramesha said it wasn't easy raising five boys. He didn't want to have two more boys and go to heaven. He would prefer to have a girl and go in the front door to Ganed instead of going through the back door. But it wasn't easy. He and his wife raised their, their five sons, and his wife expressed more than once how she wished she would have a daughter. But they were happy people. They were blessed with five sons. They were happy. Their son, Ben Sien, may Hashem avenge his blood, was a wondrous child. He studied in the yeshiva called Mishkan Yaakov in Haifa. And he's a blonde uh, child who always smiled, always happy. And who's 14 years old. He's very idealistic. And somehow, he, when Israel uh, conquered Yemit, uh, he began a settlement in Yamit a half year after uh, uh, after it was conquered. He was part of those who set up the settlement called Chatzar Adar and the settlement called Moz Yam. He was part of that. He was very, very, very young and 14 years old. That's what he was doing. He, his whole life was his love for Israel. So when he turned 19 years old, he was a soldier in uh, the Israeli army. and He was a tankist, he, was, he, he operated a tank, and his battalion was sent into Lebanon in 1984. In the 27th day of Elul, they, end, they were supposed to get information, to, to, to discover classified information in Lebanon, but unfortunately, in there was a very well-planned terrorist attack that, that took his life. After Ben Sian was killed, you can imagine the devastation this caused to Ramesha and to his wife, Abigail. They couldn't handle the pain, and they felt that this pain will never, they'll never recuperate. And they were sure that, that this, was, this was, the, the, was, you know, how could they possibly recuperate from this? But um, he said that, Ramesha said, the, the light in my wife's eyes extinguished completely. There was no chance of hope. Three years pass. In 1988, he said, Ramesha playfully says, it happens to the best of families. One of his sons became a Lubavitcher. One of his sons became a Chabadnik. And his son told him he should come to visit them in New York. And they uh, came to New York. And his son wanted that he and his wife should visit the Rebbe. At that time, shortly after, Rebbe Tzunchai Mushka passed away. And so instead of the Rebbe giving out, as the Rebbe always gave out dollars on Sunday, to uh, Tztaka, in, from, in the Rebbe's shul in 770, instead the Rebbe gave out the dollars in his home. So he and his wife find themselves in the Rebbe's home, and his wife whispers to the Rebbe that she had five children, and one of them was killed in Lebanon, and she can't come to herself, and she wants a bracha for her four remaining children. So the Rebbe gives her $4. Then he says, 
This is for each of your sons. And then, big surprise, the Rebbe gives her another dollar and this says, this is for your daughter. There were, there were, they couldn't believe, they don't understand. They don't, they don't have a daughter. They wanted a, dollar, a daughter. They wanted a daughter very much. But God decided to give them five amazing sons. And their youngest son was born 20 years before. He was then 63. His wife was 51. And they were happy that they had children, but that's all they had. But here they gave, him, gave her a dollar. This is for your daughter. So you didn't know what this meant. So one chassid said, the Rebbe means you should adopt. You should adopt a child. But that didn't... Um, actually, one chassid said, did you ever adopt a, adopt a daughter? Have you ever adopted a daughter? He said, no, we never adopted a daughter. So they turned to the Rebbe's secretary, Rebbe Groner al-Vashom. They asked the Rebbe's secretary, what does it mean? They would give a dollar for a daughter. So he said, I don't know. I don't know. She's 51. I don't know. So what should we do with the dollar? So Rebbe Groner said, maybe the Rebbe means... Your daughter-in-law. In the Talmud it says that a daughter-in-law is like a daughter. So they weren't really sure what to do. So they wrote in the dollar, he wrote in the dollar. This, by the way, the story is written in Kvar Chabad with the pictures of the father and the mother. It's, it's a real story from the source. They wrote in the dollar, this dollar is given to our daughter-in-law because this may be what the Rebbe means when he said this is for the daughter. So they wrote that on the dollar. This, this we're giving it to you because this may be what the Rebbe means. Okay. Months go by, and they're in terrible pain. This mistake, the apparent mistake of the Rebbe, didn't um, make their trip have any, you know, they, they went to New York hoping to, like, get a change of scenery, and they're refreshed, and, and, and uh, to see their, see their son, and see the Rebbe, and it was, they, weren't, they didn't recuperate at all. In fact, this, this mistake of the Rebbe made the, made the whole thing, like, like uncomfortable and weird, and and they left with more confused feelings than they came with. So it says in Hasidus, it says in the Torah, how the body and the soul are connected to each other. And doctors are discovering this more and more. So his wife started to, because of her grief, started to affect her health. She started to have, um, I don't know if it's chronic fatigue, but she was very tired and it, all the time, and it affected her health. And so he found himself taking his wife to one doctor after another, going back and forth to various medical facilities. So sometime in Tavshem Tessa in 1989, a little more than a year after their visit to the Rebbe, his wife again said that she's suffering from pain. And so this time they went to a gynecologist, because this was a kind of pain that she was experiencing, a woman, a, female, a, a woman's doctor, and the doctor said they should do tests. Miros. So, the um, they, they go back to the doctor. The doctor says all the tests show that you're fine. There's nothing wrong. But his wife was sad because she says, I'm, I'm in ter- terrible pain th- these last few days. I, I don't know what you mean, everything's fine. It's not fine. The doctor started lo- losing his patience. He says, I don't see any, any problem. Maybe need a, maybe rest in a few days would help. But uh, the, the, his wife was about to leave. Then the doctor said, you know what? Wait another minute. He ran out of the room. 
he comes back and he gives her a pregnancy test. It's just to be sure. So Avigail looks at him and she's trying to figure out if he's kidding. But he was very serious. She, she looked at him like, like he's crazy. She says, tell me, are you out of your mind? I'm already 53 almost. I'm already almost 53. Are you telling me a bad joke? The doctor smiled and he said, listen, the chances are very, very, very small. But you already came here from, for, with a unique kind of pain. I suggest to check. I don't think that there's a real chance that you are pregnant. I really don't think so. But it only take a minute to preclude that possibility. Please, just don't make a big deal. Just do this. So Avigail goes out. She does the test. After a little while, she discovers that it's positive. She's about, she's expecting. So at that moment, in, in a split second, all of a sudden there was a new feeling that they hadn't had felt for years. They felt all of a sudden, all of a sudden they felt alive. And he's, Moshe said, the pain will stay with us until Mashiach comes. But all of a sudden they had a new kind of feeling that they hadn't had in a long time. And they, uh, a short while after their visit by the doctor, Abigail said, I know, this is the daughter. I know this because this is what the Rebbe gave me. She gave me a, daughter, a bracha for a daughter. This is going to be a daughter. We're foolish. We didn't believe him. He gave us a bracha for a daughter. This is a daughter. But the joy was premature. When they were at the doctor, the doctor saw how excited and emotional they were. He knew he couldn't have a conversation with them. So he told them to come back. They came back shortly afterwards. And the doctor said, that he suggested that they, do a, um, that, they, that they do an abortion because it's a dangerous thing to have uh, for someone of her age, almost 53, to, have, to, to consider going through this pregnancy. And therefore, he suggests that they do an abortion. And she wouldn't hear of it. So they went to another doctor. The second doctor said, also she should do an abortion. So went to a third doctor. And the third doctor said as well, they should do an abortion. And they were in the seventh heaven. And they had, um, they, they didn't want to listen to these doctors. They knew that the Rebbe gave a bracha for a daughter, and she's pregnant at 53. And this is what they need to do. That, that's, that, that, that's what their feeling was. But on the other hand, they, they didn't really think it's correct to continue the pregnancy when all these doctors are telling them not to continue and their lives are in danger. What should they do? So they decided they're going to travel again to the Rebbe and tell the Rebbe this great news and ask the Rebbe for a blessing that things should work out despite all the dire predictions of these doctors. So that's what they did. They went again to Dollars. His wife again stood in front of the Rebbe and she said to the Rebbe, thanks to the Rebbe's blessing, she's expecting and because of her advanced age, the doctors are afraid for her life and telling her there's a clear danger for her and she should not continue the pregnancy. The Rebbe listened and the Rebbe said, it's better you go to Ezra's Nashim, better you go to the women's section of the synagogue and say to Hillim, instead of going, taking your time and going to visit doctors. Go say to Hillim, in the Vibeshul, go say Tilm in the women's section and Shul instead of visiting doctors. Much better use of your time. And then they would give her a blessing for Leida Kashura Ubenekel to have a child in an easy way and a good way. So that's it. They had their 
they got their um, uh, tickets paid, they, they got their money's worth for their tickets, and they did not go for one test the entire pregnancy. So from that moment on, uh, they, they didn't visit doctors anymore. Nine months later, uh, as Rebbe said, she gave birth, Kashura Benekel, in an easy way, in a good way. And then his wife said, we are now have to give the dollar to the original owner, the real owner. So she told her daughter-in-law to give the dollar to her sister-in-law, who is now two days old, and she did. And just a few months ago, three months ago today, the, uh, this daughter was named Simcha, because of the Simcha, because of the joy it brought back to her parents' life after so many years. Mrs. Avigail and Moshe said that this was such a genius blessing of the Rebbe, just because they were so out of touch with life because of their pain. And this blessing just gave them a new lease on life, such happiness. This fifth dollar, the dollar for the daughter, this blessing just, it wasn't just a blessing for a daughter, it, it, it was a blessing for the parents that so they should live again. And now this week she turned 32, I'm sorry, three months ago she turned 32, and she got married, and uh, Baruch Hashem uh, just shows us how the Rebbe's blessings and love is, as it says in Hayom Yom, on the 26th of Shvat. Affection is a spirit of life in the service of Hashem, according to Chassidus. It is the bond that connects Chassidim to each other. It is a bond that connects a Chassid to the Rebbe and a Rebbe to the Chassid. It is above the limitations of time and space and knows no boundaries. So we have to to realize how fortunate we are, Hashem Chalkeinu, how fortunate we are that Hashem has given us a Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe in our times to guide the Jewish people until until Biasa Mashiach, until the coming of Mashiach. May we see this happen tonight in this month of Iyar, Ani Hashem Refecha. Iyar is an acronym for the words I am Hashem who heals you, everyone needs a refuah, the bracha for Gazunt, the bracha for children, the bracha for Shaduchim. Should see the brachas this month in this in the month of bracha for Parnasa. In this month, and the, the main bracha, Hashem will fill the heart's desires of every Jew with the coming Mashiach. Take from Amamish. A good vach and good chedesh. Good vach, good chedesh. Good vach, good chedesh, David. It's a story. It's a story. If anyone wants, I can send you the um, article. Unbelievable. I would love it if it's. <laughs>